0: Welcome to the Dawson D Show.
1: Two great mates striving to improve in all areas of their lives.
0: The podcast is designed to empower everyday humans, just like us, who want to add more joy, energy, and happiness into their daily lives.
1: Sharing our real life
0: experiences and
1: everyday struggles relating to them in a personal way.
0: Expect uncensored stories, plenty of laughs, and tips and tricks to inspire you on your own journey. Now, let's go balls deep.
1: Through this now, DOS. I actually don't see any uh, spelling mistakes, uh, unlike the last podcast where you spelled Outcast with a K, which I believe is the band Outcast. Well, that's
0: what uh, purely that spelling is based from the Outcast. Uh, hey, yeah, hey, ya. I love that song. one hit
1: wonders, I reckon.
0: Ripping song, um, but yeah, I must have been just typing it and going, Yeah, it's the K. Oh, well, mate, you I actually probably had it on Spotify. You're really actually recently. doing
1: better, your spelling is actually improving.
0: Yeah, uh, for those wondering, uh, D has always been one to mock and question my uh, my grammar and spelling mistakes. My number one pet peeve in life
1: is when people get your and your wrong. And how often do I do that? All all the time. Yeah, actually, not bad with two, two, and two, but your and your, (laughs) mate. It's just one thing. I just I can't text people that don't understand that fast and loose, mate. I don't have time to put an apostrophe. We just put you are then. Just you are. They don't have to spell two words. No, it's one word. You are, your.
0: Anyway. anyway. Well, don't know how we got we're jumping that. now into the, uh, the topic for the, today's discussion, aren't we, mate? So, yeah, I
1: didn't even know we were, we were recording, actually. <laughs> so I thought it was a sound
0: check. Guys, last week we spoke about um, both of us taking the jump and leaving our jobs, right? And this week... Another topic that probably um, correlates you're probably under you're probably noticing that a lot of the topics are actually chronological chronological <laughs> and intertwining you know together actually um, relate um, and today is about anxiety and I guess you know the anxiety that some of us might feel when making these big decisions you know that's part of it but we just wanted to I guess talk about what our dealings with anxiety have been and and when we want this to be, you know as vulnerable and open and, and we want to talk about the stuff that you know that we suffer from and the the issues that we you know face every day and, and one of those for myself personally is dealing with anxiety yeah well it's something that i know ever
1: since knowing you you've had issues with mm. um and i've experienced a couple of them firsthand actually i'm sure yeah. we'll dive into them a little bit later oh, on Oh, we will we will oh, do. good i look forward yeah. to those stories because yeah. i still Anyway, I thought they were misdiagnosed, but apparently they were a little bit more serious. Than they I found talk- humorous. Well, I, so. I, I I, didn't... Yeah, I'll explain that later when we get to it. But actually, anxiety for me, I never thought I had any issues with anxiety until quite recently, actually. So um, I'll dive in uh, literally as recent as the last sort of two or three weeks. So I look forward to, to sharing that and hopefully some people can relate. So what's the run sheet like for today?
0: Uh, I'm just having a squiz at it, mate. So <laughs> should, we, should we go along the lines of what causes anxiety first i mean like for us personally what, um, yeah again again or, or it's even only- what, 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 for me what even what is anxiety you know it's um i think everyone it's such a broad term exactly especially today and and it's um you know to just say it as well you know like we mental health is such a massive issue um and we, we're speaking from our own experience again exactly right so it's, it's, please is. please don't think that we're experts on this or you know oh they don't—they have no idea what they're talking about mental health is such an issue they're you know they're talking about it you know later on we're going to have a couple of laughs talking about our own personal stories and stuff exactly yeah but please don't be you know offended offended or or misinterpret what we're going to be talking about because these are just our experiences with anxiety um Well,
1: exactly. When you say here, what causes anxiety? This is only how we've experienced it. I'm sure a lot of people have experienced it worse. A lot of people have experienced it uh, better. But this is just—we're just talking about how we personally feel. um, And and I'm sure there'll be a a lot of people will relate. Anyway, like,
0: what do you think, mate? What's the what's? Because I think there's stress. Yep. Um, there's anxiety. Yes. And then there's, I guess, constant anxiousness. Yeah. Like okay. where it's just kind of a part of you, like you're you you're on edge quite a lot, you know.
1: Yeah, well for me personally and again I don't have a great deal of knowledge, I suppose, on this topic, but stress for me is stress is something that we normally get every day um in small small waves. yeah well, i do anyway i stress i stress about little things and yeah. they're just like little thoughts to me stress is not something that consumes me when anxiety but you can you can stay on top of it yeah stress is just like oh I, yeah I, I feel little maybe your heart will start racing you what your
0: what heart. are some of the things that make you a bit stressed or anxious
1: well f- i was gonna say anxiety for me when i feel like i'm getting a an- anxious and anxiety that's a bigger emotion like i feel that's a bigger wave that's hitting it's something that i feel like is not as easy to deal with in than, than a stress in my life if that makes sense yeah definitely yeah um and i think especially recent times and i'll talk about this in more detail is my anxiety normally comes from things that i i can't control but be I'm sort of misunderstanding a situation. Maybe it's something I'm just reading or seeing on
0: social media and I'm not actually experiencing it in the real world. I'm the exact same, mate. A lot of my um, anxieties and, and real worries actually come from the things that I can't control either. Um, and, you know, we'll touch on them later and, the, you know, what really causes my panic and anxiety. Or we could just jump to that now. Let's do it, mate. Yeah, Let's okay. Let's do it. Well, we, we've got some points. Curr- currently, like, I'm actually anxious quite a lot.
1: And that stems from if people have listened to the last podcast, I'm not trying to plug the last podcast, yeah. but uh, if people have listened, then they'll understand the big changes in your life. Exactly. And that's I'm and, guessing why
0: it... Oh, and, and they're not necessarily stemmed straight from that, but I was already feeling this before I made that big decision okay. about my job. Um, and that's obviously part of why I left was because of my anxiety. Okay. I needed some simplicity in my life. I needed to be able to um, find a way to get my mental health you know in check and in line yep and I couldn't do my job at, at the level that I needed to and the level I wanted to yeah that makes sense so Absolutely. Um, but yeah a few of the other things that really trigger you know um, I spot on exactly like you I worry about stuff that I can't control and I think about it I think about the worst possible situation yeah that makes sense so um, you know the perception sorry I'm reading your notes for a second there um <laughs> You know, pains in my body. You know, I, I suffer... Oh, like right now, I've been getting this strange little funny headache. Yeah. Or, and, I, and I just think, oh... The worst. It's the worst. It's yeah. a brain tumour. Yeah. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you how many times... And my doctor's probably sick of me. Because I go to her and I go, oh, I've got this pain. I've got this brain tumour in my... Well, but seriously... Yeah, <laughs> like, I know. That's what i gonna The first thing, shit, I'm going to die soon. Like, that's the way my... It's horrible to say, but yeah, like, geez. that's the way seriously the way my that's the way i think uh, i think when you've been through a s- circumstance like i have with my dad of course yeah. you think of that that makes sense um like even when my dad when my dad got sick it was just a pain in the back yeah You know, and yeah. then that pain in the back worked out to be a freaking tumor you know and then probably even when my dad was sick it was like all of a sudden i started getting a pain in my back the first thing i did i went to the doctor because i was Freaked out. Yeah, that's and fair. that's what I've been like since. That makes sense, and I, I think especially with
1: Google now, we all can. We're yeah, all doctors. We all self-diagnose yeah. ourselves. It's like if you've got a headache, it means something that most people, or a lot of
0: people, get almost every day. You get a headache, and you read up Google headache. A headache,
1: and the next thing, yeah,
0: you've got. You're having a brain aneurysm. Exactly. <laughs> exactly yeah, it's it. and it's horrible, but it's true. Like we do, we just and I, go, I was googling this headache last night yeah, because yeah. it felt different to normal
1: yeah that makes sense mate well for me I mean my anxiety comes when for a couple of things and staying still is one of them for me I, That's that stresses me out more than anything when I feel like I'm not being productive and I'm just sitting still and I, and things start building up in my head i got to do this i got to do that I've got to like uni assignments or I've got to write notes for the, the show or just little things that build up and up and up and, I, and I'm in a situation where I can't currently actually physically do them mm. that's when my anxiety really builds up and especially in recent times being locked away and stuck like when you're stuck indoors and you're only reading other people's opinions perceptions yeah. Um, stuck with your thoughts yeah exactly yeah. and you're not actually experiencing it and my sister Piffy, she always says to me like when you feel that way just go outside like walk along the beach mm. go for a walk walk past people walking dogs say hello and you just realise everything's not as bad as it seems Everybody, the world's still turning everything's calm yep um,
0: that's but, probably one of my biggest worries too um, or what causes my worries is like because you put so much high expectation on yourself that when you feel like you're not meeting that standard, you're worrying about not meeting yeah, that standard. exactly. I walk away from a conversation with someone and I go, oh, I could have said this. I could have said that. Oh, I didn't say this well enough. Oh, no. And then you get down on myself and then that's where that anxiety makes sense. comes yeah, in. Yeah, it comes in. Constantly can- worrying about, you know, um, everyday movements, I guess you could say.
1: Well, you put in here, mate, um, driving in, in the city.
0: Yeah, well, that was one of my bad ones. Like when oh, I was, it was like a serious bad one. Yeah, like... Um, oh, like I'd had, I'd had one or two like times. You're always late. <laughs> it isn't one of my uh, best. Strong points. No, it isn't. Grammar and punctuality. Yeah, sorry, we're having a go at you today. <laughs> um, but it's something I'm trying to improve. And I, but, may, at the same time, maybe I choose who I, I go on time for. You know, maybe oh. for work. Maybe maybe for work, I was never late. Just so you know. Okay. Okay. Um, sure. I choose. I pick and choose. Pick and choose. an extra Well, five. I've got a story later on that I really look forward to sharing. Uh, okay, I'm looking forward to that. But um, yeah, when I was working in the city, like it, I guess, and I've got these kind of, these connect, meeting new people or a new environment. So a new environment to me is I'm on the peninsula, but I'm driving in Melbourne for work. Um, it's peak hour, there's hook turns, there's this and that. It's stuff that I'm not, I'm not doing every day. Exactly. So it's new and it's foreign. So I guess that's when that, Tightness in the chest comes in And the stomach is in a bit of a knot And You know I'm worrying about what. It, oh shit Everyone's probably watching me Look at me I well, look like fair. an idiot You know um,
1: Well you actually Sorry I'm going to just Shit on you just one more time <laughs> oh, But thank, thank you Just thinking thank about you, driving the city With Wade Custis and Doss uh, You actually nearly killed us one day Going to out to a Witten Oval To watch uh, Western Bulldogs In a practice well, match Was this in South Melbourne? Yeah you, <laughs> 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 Wade oh, This was terrible <laughs> Wade Custis and drove through a red light where only the cars that were supposed to, that had the, uh, the filter light that was turning right, So there was a green filter light. Every, all the rest of the traffic stopped and DOS just went straight through the lights. I don't know how, I closed my eyes. I thought it was it. But it, it was, was going a complete accident. It. Oh, yeah, sweet, it was a complete I... accident, but that's new environment. So that makes sense why you, uh, <laughs> you might feel a little bit anxious uh, in those I situations.
0: Had, and after that driver had a charlie with the lot and I loved it. <laughs> anyone wondering that was the biggest fattest hamburger at Witt and boy it was great probably named after
1: Charlie Sutton I'm I thinking well it's funny mate because you said before about sometimes social interactions I'm the opposite I actually when I lack social interactions I get anxious I don't know because mm. I used to think I was real introverted but when I'm not meeting new people and talk it's more talking to people and communicating with people for me that calms me right down so when I go away from with that new people yeah well yeah. I can i'm one of the like i've always yeah, you can had it. talk to anyone yeah, yeah and I, I like i'm i can talk to people walking down the street or standing in line yeah somewhere or that's just how i've always been but when i'm actually not talking to somebody and i'm by myself you feel then i feel like this is weird like i need to be out a little bit more but well what do you recommend do you want to go into some of the previous experiences i think you're probably best to start with this yeah one. this is something that
0: um for sure and th- this is why like this one this one is like all of these are they're experiences we've been through so to me anxiety's been something I've actually really struggled and suffered with since I was 16 well
1: that's I remember that's yeah that's when I remember it starting so, for you um,
0: and really it just started as like out of absolutely nowhere panic attack yeah So is this
1: the one where yeah, I was this involved is, yeah okay.
0: exactly so like um, so yeah my first ever experience with anxiety was totally out of the blue um, we went to the to the soccer one day the uh, Melbourne Heart. Melbourne Heart in those days, Melbourne City uh, in the A-League. And uh, Dad, Big Dicky, uh, we were in the corporate box. Dad had a corporate box, which was pretty special. Um, and you came along with us one day. And did we break the banner or something? Like <laughs> the, the <a> Positive Move <laughs> banner. That's the only time I ever remember f- thinking that we were in trouble. was actually disappointed in me. Because, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had this banner, obviously, with the business name on it. And we've set it up. Or he's gone, boys, set it up. You, know, it's a you free, know what to do. It's a free day of food and... You know, some coke and uh, Coca Cola, and um, <laughs> and you know, you can put up the banner, and yeah, no worries, Dad. And we've broken it, and he. Well, Dos
1: just let loose, so you pull the pull banner up. If anyone's had an experience with it, and you get it to the top, and then you need to just clip it onto the hook at the back. Yes, and Dos has just let go a little bit early, which is one of your other strengths in life. Well, and, not uh, strength.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I've put up a
0: lot of those bloody banners in my time, mind you, Wait, like so you would have, oh, like right, millions, man. But you
1: just let it go a little bit
0: early. The whole thing comes crashing down. And the loudest noise. And it's the end of it. It's just...
1: And they're not cheap. They're probably two, 200 two Yeah. Hundred. Oh,
0: mate, when you're owning a you know, a medium-sized business, you don't be breaking small little banners like that. No, absolutely so not. So, we finished the soccer or... Uh, That's not where the panic attack no, came from. <laughs> no, no Dad, you, no. Dad did not yell at me for that. But we finished the soccer. I don't know if we won or not. Probably assuming we lost. Uh, we dropped D, D home. On the way home, do you want to explain what we were maybe talking about? So All right, so... How, how the panic attack might have come about. We touched on this in... No, well... No, no, we touched on your... When we
1: were a little bit more overweight oh yeah, in those overweight. days. And uh, you talked about having a problem with your knee. Yeah. And at the time, I was playing footy as well. And I had... I got this injury once. I think it was a hamstring or a groin. I can't remember. But I legitimately could not walk. And we're coming up to finals. And my coach said, I'm going to get... I'm gonna get you a um, session with this guy called Doctor Death, and mate, Doctor Death's been around for twenty, thirty years. Um, he's been in the AFL system. He's massaged everyone, but they call him Doctor Death for a reason, and that's because you walk out and your your body's purple, and it's intimidating, mate. You walk in, he um, he tells you to strip off, do your jocks, get on the table. You can't say yep if you respond to him, and it must be yes. You have to talk. Wife y- proper. Maybe wife y- runs back in those <laughs> days, mate. Yeah. <laughs> have uh have progressed since uh, yeah, but go on the old boxer type yeah, now. just the normal yeah. ones mate um yeah, we so worked. you you got on the table, got on the table and he he hurts you, you come out purple, but I could not walk. isn't it like call me sir, like yes, yeah, call me sir, say yes, no, yes. he actually explains to you, he's got this big muscle chart on the wall, and it, this is all cash in hand, by the way, this is I don't know, if this is going through the uh. Hopefully the ATM aren't listening. <laughs> Doesn't sound back. like he's got an ABN. No, <laughs> no, and and uh, so yeah, you get on the table, and but by the time you walk, I walked in, hobbled in, could barely walk that night. I was, I can remember zigzagging, sprinting up, back, doing every directional move you can imagine. That's so nuts. I, so I said to you, mate, you have to go there. But I said, just, just be prepared. He's gonna hurt you a little bit. Like he's gonna, yeah. he's gonna massage you in places you didn't even think you had. Um, he's gonna, you know, it's not pleasant, but. Mm you'll feel a million bucks after. Spot on. And you were a little bit hesitant, but in the end, by the time I got out of the car, um, Kingy Joe. (laughs) Thanks,
0: Kingy. (laughs) So we dropped you home. And he said... And this can... (laughs) And this can... Like, our first episode, or real first episode about body image and how we struggle with it from such a young age. Like, to the point where it it caused me this anxiety. Maybe even... And I'm not even...
1: I'm not being facetious at all here. I'm saying maybe even the whole idea of stripping off to your jocks. We talked yeah. about it.
0: Like, it sucked,
1: it sucked in yeah. those days. But, but
0: that and then the idea of the pain. Um, and so we're in the car. It's just me in the back seat and dad and you in the front. And we're driving along probably for another five minutes. After and, I'm out. Yeah, after you're section. out of the car. And out of nowhere, I just start feeling this like real tightness in my head. Like oh, almost really? like my head was... It was strange, like like almost like my head was going to explode, or I had something to that was about to jump out of. Like it was just this real tightness in my head, and then I said, "Did I pull over? Pull over!" I got out, um, kind of walked it off for a couple of seconds, and I couldn't explain what was going on. And then I was like, "No, nah, I'm right now." I got back in the car, hundred meters up the road, and it happened again, but t- on another level, and it went through like almost my whole body. It was almost like I wanted to have a seizure. And I kept saying to dad, like, I feel like I'm about to drop on the ground and have a seizure. Like, mm. it was this tightness in my head, um, tightness in my chest, couldn't breathe, like, um, or not that I couldn't breathe, but um, real struggling, shortness of breath, like panic breathing, um, you know, tingling all over my body. And dad oh, I, Dad said, call the ambulance. So Kingy in the car called the ambulance while dad tried to calm me down on the side of the road. And ambulance came, got in the back of the ambulance, was you know talking and i remember being in there with dad and the ambulance kind of talking to me and you know it sounds like you've had a panic attack which at the time i didn't know what that was yeah you never had one no went into the hospital and really they didn't do much i think they did a couple of tests and stuff and they just said yeah you've had a you know really bad panic attack anxiety attack and i just remember clear as day uh and this was like i'm probably 16 at the time 15 or 16 and you're in the hospital i've just had a full-blown panic attack I'm sitting in the hospital bed. I remember sitting next to Dad and Mum, and I remember just realizing and just crying because I'm like, it was all about my knee. It was all like, yeah, a, it was a, all it, I want to do is play up. footy. Like yeah. it was a build up, and yeah. it all just got let out on this day. And I was sitting there, and my Dad going, I was saying to my Mum and my Dad, I just want, I just want this gone so I can get fit, get drafted, play AFL, and do and live my dream. Yeah, like literally, that's as that young kid, that's what you. Well, want. as a kid, yeah, absolutely, and that's what that panic and anxiety came down to, but. Um, but why don't you share one? I've got a couple more that I'll go into as well. Well, no.
1: mine aren't as mine aren't in serious. I can't say for. Well, oh, I don't. I can't say that I've ever had a panic attack, and I've never had it to that to that degree. But the reason I think we wanted to talk about this topic was because it does stem through with some of the other topics we've talked about recently on the podcast. And when for me talking about some of those aspirations that i have in life and the way i want to live and as i said before when you're standing still especially in the current time we've had recently where you're a little bit more locked in and stuck Mm. and can't you know do what you really want to do i just remember mate when i was thinking more about this whole work this whole work situation and doing wanting to do sort of my own thing and get out there and i remember i was just had this week where i was just feeling so flat and this is recent like flat for no reason like as i sort of touched on i had these like i've got these like other little side hustles and they were actually starting to generate some money and was going well but i was just feeling so flat but i had this wave of i can't emotion. even yeah, not yeah emo- uh, yeah maybe emotion just where i just felt just different feelings you'd ever felt yeah but i'm just like what is it was almost like what is the point like you're mm. having one of those weird moments where you're feeling sorry for yourself in a way and you're like what is the point of doing this and getting up and driving and then one morning i woke up i think it was a thursday morning and i was just could not get out of bed. Like, I just had to go to... I had to go to work. Eventually, I did, but I just woke up and I just thought... Like, I was trying to think of an excuse, which I've never had before, to take a day off. I've, I've never actually taken a sick day if I've... Like, I've never taken a sickie, in inverted commas, where I haven't actually been sick. Like, I've always... Yeah. Legitimately...
0: It's, more, it's It's always been, you know, high up there, probably, on your morals. Like, I yeah. could never do that. I, I, yeah. I
1: don't want to do that. So, um, but yeah, mate, like, I, I just remember, like, it was just... I, wanted an excuse not to just get up for the day i just wanted to stay in bed it wasn't because i was tired or was it wasn't because i was upset I'm Just like i just have this anxiety anyway so i get in the car and i start driving and then like in my chest on the left side of my chest so around my heart i just remember it just started getting tight and tight and tight and i'm like what is this feeling the more stressed i was getting and it was just this whole my brain's just saying what is the point what is the point like what is the point of going out and working and doing this for something you don't want and then with covid and everything it, you get these stupid negative thoughts saying, well, you might not be able to do what you want to do anyway yeah. for the yep. little period in time. Doubt. And then I just remember it just stemmed through to my like left arm and like my left arm and I'm just thinking, fuck. I'm a, Sorry, I don't know if we've been well, swearing we on this or not. We shouldn't say that word,
0: but uh, <laughs> it's all right. We can beep it out. Uh,
1: so yeah, so I said that and then I'm just like, well, maybe I should pull the car over because I don't know if I'm even going to, like I'm like, how am I actually going to walk into work and pretend everything's fine? And I've heard so many people talk about this and one of the things that sort of, I never could understand these AFL players have been coming out recently and they're like, I get to training and I'm some of them have said they've just stayed in the car and they've Yeah. Like cried or they've yep. and I'm, for me never I'm understood just, it. I'm just like I can't understand that. I don't my emotions don't come through crying for whatever reason. So I've never really understood that. But and you think they're living this dream and got all this going for you, but you have this wave of feeling of just
0: I, I can't even exp- like yeah, I can't nah. even yep. articulate it. Yeah, it is. It's, it is. It's almost like panic. Like
1: yeah, it's panic. For, I'm just panicking, panicking, panicking about things that are just little tasks. I'm panicking yeah. about just having to have an interaction with somebody I know mm. and pretend that I feel great and everything's fine. And because if I said I was feeling shit and no good, mm. they'd be like, "What are you feeling shit about?" And I'd be like, "Well, there's actually nothing to be." <laughs> yeah, so exactly that right. Was my experience, but. Well, what about what about your
0: other ones um because you've had a couple more yeah one of my i guess this one this next one i'm going to share like it it stems so, uh, i progressed i mean yeah. so it wasn't just a panic attack and then it went away yeah it was like my first it was another experience of a panic attack and then then prolonged anxiety okay like every day I'd be waking up consciously anxious so what happened was Um The time of my life So it was I was 21 So it was 2016 Yep So I I think I met Oh yeah I mentioned in the last one So I was studying Um Sport management Um At the time At that same time Um The Franks and Dolphins The VFL club Um They'd They'd approached me to be their Like footy Footy ops manager Yep Footy operations manager Which at 21 years old I was still studying Yeah they said we're happy for you to do it part time. Like we we need someone to to fill in some gaps and, and run a few of the operations while yep. the general manager can take some pressure off himself. Yep. Because he's sense. doing everything. And then so I was already studying, doing that, and um and then when I said yes and shook their hand, accepted the deal, um my pop like um all of a sudden went into um well he was eighty six, he already had cancer. And then he was doing; he was really doing really, really well. And then all of a sudden, he went into like a bit of a coma. Yeah. So then sadly, my pop passed away. And then from there, um, I remember I was sitting, I'd, I'd maybe done one or two games for the Dolphins and there was a bit of stress and a few things happened. And I like, I had to really stand up and stamp my authority a couple of times. And I was really tested yeah. as a young bloke as Absolutely, well. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and in a management type role. And then I was sitting at home studying one day. And that, it was a Saturday or yeah Saturday or Sunday, and, and I, that night, I had plans to catch up with some mates for a few beers, and I was calm as anything, sitting there studying. All of a sudden, this influx of panic to my chest, tightness in my chest, that tightness feeling in my head, and all over my body, I just felt like something was happening yep. inside of me. And that's, this is the hard thing with This is what I can relate with panic attacks and, and my experience with anxiety. You can't explain it. You can't yeah. explain the feeling that's going on in your body. All you know is you feel like you feel like you're dying. Like mm. there's, there's a part of you that goes, "What the hell is going there's on?" There's no explanation yeah. to why. Yeah. Yeah. Um especially early days, like when you're first experiencing it and then after that, I had this panic attack. Dad called the ambulance again. Yeah. Like and I remember laying on Dad's bed talking to he was talking to the paramedic. Um, the paramedic got on the phone to me and i was talking to them and they calmed me down yeah and then that night and i'm just relaxing at home with mum and, and dad and my sisters but from then on it started getting so papa just passed away and then i'd wake up every day and i was getting little anxiety feelings and triggers all over my body for probably a couple of months so it'd be like my face started to d- spasm um you know i was getting um spasms in different parts of my body uh, my stomach was constantly in a knot all the time every day i was thinking oh what oh my gosh i'm not feeling anxious oh shit now i'm feeling anxious yeah why aren't i feeling anxious okay. oh, i'm feeling anxious now like that's yeah a real bad cycle and then that got to the point where like had to start seeing a psychologist um you know got on some medication for a little bit um which at the time i didn't want to but it was going to help me and then and this is another episode but that we can talk about. But then it was weird. My dad then got diagnosed with cancer, like, not even a couple months after. And all of a sudden, my anxiety went away. And it was like I had... It was like all this strength that flew into my body. I had to be strong throughout this next of period. Of
1: course, because, yeah, what um, your family was going yeah, through. Yeah,
0: and then I didn't have anxiety for a long time after that until probably now. Like, yeah. the last six months. So... um. But, yeah, they're my probably two biggest um, dealings with anxiety. And I've had little episodes in between. And Yeah, um, right. Yeah. I'm not sure if you want to tell that story or if it's worth telling it. Do you want to? Oh, I can tell it quickly. Tell it briefly
1: because, yeah. <laughs> this will get a laugh out of a couple of our mates. Yeah, okay. No, no, yeah, that, okay I'm not taking no, 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 the piss but, out no, of it. but it's
0: a good way of putting it because, like, you know, that was pretty deep for a second. I want you to lighten the mood up. Well, I'm only talking from my experience. Yeah. And, um, and I'll look back now and – the whole this that the whole situation of the night in itself is funny and well. Yeah.
1: What we did was um, actually there's a good reason why I want to bring it up, and I'll explain that in a moment. So I don't know how old we were, eighteen, nineteen, and we had the house, your house, to ourselves, and it was Jai. Always gets mentioned. So Jai, myself, and you, we used to always hang out as a trio around that time in our lives, most weekends, and we stayed the night. and We we'll, we just thought we want to do something different tonight, so let's do a thing called dare night where we write dares put them in a bowl put in a bowl pick them out and, and we actually and this is why i wanted to bring it up because the winner was supposed to get 50 dollars from each loser one of one of and i i won the night one of the two paid up and I, i'm sure the listeners can guess the one who didn't pay up.
0: is that serious
1: yeah that's you mate but anyway that's okay so after that anyway we once we came to that agreement we continued the night and and decided that Because of some of the dares That were put in
0: And some of them were Very tough Pretty brutal It was brutal So Can I I remember one Clear as day And no no, it's not bad This is just I panicked Huh I just had a Yeah Yeah, yeah. There there were some really bad ones But this one Like one of them was Going to Jai's house Which he Jai lived around the corner from me Where my house was Yeah Grab a, a Family Jump Go into the house Without them knowing Get a framed family photograph that's on the wall, smash the smash the <laughs> smash the glass in the photo frame, and like put it on the bench, like leave it there and then leave. Who wrote that? Who came up with that? Jibe, Jibe, uh, surely not Jibe came up with. Well, it
1: wasn't me. Wasn't me either. Have, could have
0: been. Well, it wasn't me. I wouldn't know. Well, maybe well, it was me.
1: There was anyway. Some of them were horrendous and like that's horrible. Like things that I don't even want to repeat. Like I, anyway. Oh, some of them are pretty bad. The ones that we did, were, we found funny. So. <laughs> The reason why this sort of ties Relates, into the story yeah. was Jai and I had to leave the premises to go to a couple of places just to get some stuff, um, props and, and whatnot for the night. And we came home, and those are the days in having red pea plates. So you can only have one person in the car. So Doss said, I'll stay at home. And Jai and I said, All right, we'll go get the supplies.
0: Doss, uh, Doss.
1: Jai and I come home. We open the door. And
0: and Camille was home, my younger sister. Camille was so. home. Oh, Camille
1: was yeah. home. Yeah, that's right. Camille was home. Cool. So I'm greeted at the door by a. Uh, by Wade Custison A, panicked Wade, a Custison. panicked Wade Custison With a quite bright Beetroot red face And he said Mate Call the ambulance <laughs> and I said What are you talking about He's like Mate I'm having a heart attack Call the ambulance And I'm just like <laughs> And I just remember Saying to him he- I remember saying to you It's alright Let's just Let's just I'm sure it's not a heart attack And then what did you do Did you grab me by the You grabbed me and I think
0: I pinned you up Against the you wall You pinned me
1: up Against the wall And said Call the beeping Ambulance. ambulance now. Anyway, so Jai and I obliged.
0: Who called it? Was it Jai?
1: I think Jai called. Jai's, Jai, probably did. He is pretty
0: responsible. Oh, he
1: yeah, he's responsible. So anyway, the ambulance came and and you were diagnosed with indigestion. No, and that's <laughs> not true. <laughs> indigestion. I'm only joking. It wasn't indigestion. No. It was a was a, a a mild panic attack. Yeah, I
0: think it was just another panic attack. But um,
1: you, but uh, but then but but once they
0: pissed off, we played the game anyway. The thing that might have caused it in the first yeah. Place. And then mum and dad came home. I remember you saying, isn't that. Well, you answer is pretty... Dickie said, Dickie said something to Jai and I along the lines of... Thank you. Thank you
1: thank you for looking after our son. <laughs> You're real genuine. Yeah. Um, well, yeah.
0: it's clear it was something it's, that I struggled with, so he appreciated it.
1: Well, how about we go into now some of the tips again. We're not professionals by any stretch, but... Tips
0: that have helped us. That has
1: helped us along the way, I think. Well, you start because you've had the more, as people can tell, you've had the more serious ones.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, mine... The biggest one for me, um, well, for one, if it gets to the point of like it was for me, you seek professional help, which yeah. I know you've got that down. So um, that helped me at the time of when it was pretty severe and pretty bad. And by seeing, you know, a professional like a psychologist, which I did, they actually they gave me the tips and I guess the, you know, the real advice that you should be given. You know, so they actually, you know, they taught me um, how to meditate. You know, learnt, I learned how to meditate. So that was, and that still to this day has become.
1: You meditated this morning before I came here. Yeah.
0: Well, I was, you know. Well, I interrupted I'm, I'm, you. I'm pretty it. No, oh, No, you didn't. You just missed it. Um, no, you know what you saw when you came here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can tell that story. Well, it something
1: that, that I see most times I come here a naked Wade Custerson from, from the window.
0: <laughs> Not from the window. No, normally it's from the window. Today it was from the front door. <laughs> Well, deep messenger me saying here, Dos. Um, I message you back saying I'm getting changed. Wink face. Run downstairs, <laughs> over the door. I'm not changed. I'm naked. And the wind's blowing. And yeah, yeah. And the neighbors saw. And you'd think it was a hot day because oh. it, it, it didn't seem cold, did it? Actually,
1: you thought it was a little bit more shiver than no. Was what it? are we talking about? No. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> enough of that.
0: Um, but yeah, I try and meditate. Oh, I do. I, I'll try. And I meditate every day if I can, and that's been just part of my staple. But, um. When I feel a panic attack coming on, that's probably the biggest thing that I've learned. To 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 meditate. Or to to breathe. Okay. So I've got some breathing techniques that I use and uh, that I was, I guess, taught um, from the very start. And then um, now that I have the awareness and I know when, like you can just feel and you're, oh no, I can feel a panic attack coming.
1: Well, it's funny because breathing—it seems like it's such a simple technique, but it actually it's really hard to works, do, isn't it? Yeah, like, but it's in um, the book we've referenced before—the um, healthy ha- why, why can I remember? high it? performance habits. High performance habits. I don't know why I couldn't remember that, but he talks about breathing yeah. too, and I've I've used that in my life too um, when something big's kind of happening. Yeah, and, and it but it really does help if you learn to do it properly. It's huge,
0: mate. Um, so that's that's been huge for me, and then actually exploring further on meditation, like learning different breathing techniques um, becoming fascinated by meditation that's been probably one of mine too and mindfulness yeah um,
1: and learning more about it
0: yeah and then gratitude as well so that mindfulness gratitude um, and meditation have been like those three that I've really been interested in um, and then probably another tip I'd go is actually try and try and figure out and this is what I do is try and figure out where the triggers are okay so what is tr- like for me, if I'm noticing that I'm getting, I'm starting to feel a panic attack coming on around the same time every day, or when I do this same thing every time, whether it's, you know, if it's you're in your job and part of your job is you got to call so and so, and every time you call, you're about to call so and so, that's when you feel it. If you can trigger that and work out that's when it is, well, you might be able to come up with a few techniques to calm yourself down before it. Yeah,
1: that's a really good tip.
0: Um, and then. Sl- Another tip of mine, just trying to slow your heart rate down. Um, and the probably one of the biggest helpful ones for me, which has helped me massively, mate, um, is affirmation. So actually talking to yourself. Yeah, that, that mate, I actually agree. I and agree entirely. Like I've had some real shocking panic attacks and like one, you know, at the end of last year, towards the end of last year, like Meg, my partner Meg, basically I couldn't, I couldn't control it to the point where like, and she's been so good and always has been and she's She, aff- she affirms me with those affirmations. Yeah, too. that's good. Well, I was on the ground, like on my stomach trying to find a position where I felt comfortable. Like it's, it's funny, but like at the time, like I knew I wasn't dying cause I knew it was a panic attack, but I couldn't control it. And, i was on the ground trying to get in a comfortable position for my breathing to it's It's only
1: because i'm trying to it's just when you're trying to close your eyes and picture it like anyway i'm just sort of thinking downward dog and yeah yeah like
0: and so and i'm repeating to myself you know and my dad taught me these. like he did it to me early days like when i had my first episodes of anxiety he'd lie in bed with me when i would be feeling anxious and he'd go you are safe yeah, you are I can, okay, I get you, yeah. you are healthy, you know, you are loved, everything is going to be okay. And when you repeat those to yourself, with your breathing, you slowly start to calm down.
1: Well, that's, again, referencing that book, that's what he talks about. He says, you know, you, you find words to trigger and just repeat it and repeat it and repeat yeah. it and slow it down and yep. until you feel in, you're in control and you become that person. And you can apply that to other areas spot too. That not just calming yourself down, but even firing yourself up if you need to. For for example, for a sporting event or something like that. Yeah,
0: you can. Yeah, use it spot on. What yeah. about you?
1: Well, again, mine aren't mine aren't as serious as my previous experiences aren't as serious as yours. So I'm just going off trying to prevent something like that happening. And for me, very similar to yours. If you know what triggers it, so I know what triggers mine. And and this sounds kind of strange and. And another tip that I got from 4-Hour Work Week, which we reference, We bloody we, love we, that book. We reference it every bloody day. If you week.
0: haven't already, pick, the, pick up yeah, a copy.
1: get it. Seriously. Um, Sorry, mate. That's okay, mate. It just kicked me under the desk. Um, <laughs> Footsies. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like he, he talks about having a... Uh, I think he calls it a news cleanse or something like that where he goes... Yeah. It starts with a week where you try and avoid the news for a week. And I, I know it sounds this, yeah. so simple, but we're surrounded by news, like at work every hour on the hour you get the rate you get the news update it's the same news yeah and it's just things that aren't in your control anyway but they cause these little stresses and and that feeling of anxiousness inside you so he talks about you know you're not actually going to miss anything that important because if something's truly important and you really need to know it right now you will find a way someone will tell you yeah you you can ask someone exactly Well, he talks about asking people and he talks about it in a lot of areas, and he just says it just calms
0: him right down. And, it, and sorry to cut you off. That's okay. We should do that from a technology standpoint. What the, exactly. Well, I've got that like, written down. Because we're constant, like depending on who you follow or um, pages that you, you know, you get your info from, and and maybe your daily news online, whatever it is. Like, do you really need to be looking at that?
1: No. And plus, plus my. Where I get annoyed with it all is that it's just so normally it's so it's all negative, isn't it? Well, not even ne- well negative, but most of the time it's it's like propaganda, like it's political propaganda, and you can see what they're trying to achieve, and that just frustrates me. But
0: without going on that rant, <laughs> yeah, um, D-, D has some pretty strong political views. Anyone, so no, anyone I'll, who wants would, to give him a DM, no, uh, i am happy to. I have will have a never
1: chat. be discussing political views on this podcast, <laughs> but um, yeah, please
0: don't. <laughs> because I, I won't be able to keep up so <laughs> anyway
1: what, what, what one of the great tips though my sister Pippi I think I mentioned earlier she she gave me this and she just said stop if, you, if you're if you feeling this way and everything's coming from social media and just go outside and, and as I mentioned earlier I don't need to re-go over that but it's just getting outside and getting that life energy I love seeing people be happy mm. people just going for bike rides running yeah. kicking footies around just that those little things calm me down mm so being surrounded by that that's something that really helps me And when I feel like I'm getting anxious and I'm stuck inside and I'm not doing anything just go and the third tip for me is like I said staying still earlier it's procrastination just get started just do something hmm. and I have this note on my laptop right here which is it says are you inventing things to do to avoid the important do the important now and if it's if it's a job that is less than five minutes just do it you'll feel better for completing
0: it and getting it off your mind yeah spot on actually or do we? We've shared a couple of funny stories, but do we dive a bit deeper, mate? Do we do we do we share a few others, mate? That I know you want to get off your chest, and um, we can
1: share them, mate. We can share them. A couple of funny stories. Do you want, you? How about you start? You give me one. Uh,
0: I have got a good one. Like so, and we're not relating this completely to anxiety. It's probably like you know, in times of stress, um, when you might have felt a bit of stress. It's you can look back now and it's a bit funny.
1: It's when it's those moments in life where. Where you just li- quite literally feel your heart drop, yeah, like it so, just drops, yeah.
0: And there's no ambulances called. Let's no, just say these, that these are these are very much. Um, uh, they're a bit more timid than that. So, the first one, um, which <laughs> only happened, I probably, love this story. It only happened probably last year, and and this is I'll mention on the podcast on the last episode how I worked at the St Kilda Footy Club, great Footy Club for about a year. Yeah, you're a Saints fan, aren't you? So. Worked there for a year, and my role was um, so I was a mixture. So I would be working um, at the at the AFL, the AFL men's training during the day. So I'd be there two days a week, and I'd be washing all their clothes, getting all their jumpers, laying their jumpers out, um, laying all their clothes out ready to go, and then um, taking the equipment out on the ground, pumping up footies, cleaning footies, kicking footies back to him. You used to love kicking footies until back. the you missed a few targets? <laughs> Till I missed a few targets when I got a couple of sprays, but um. No, it was good fun. I really enjoyed it. And then of a night time, like you'd be there all day, and that night time, the the girls' team would train at night under lights. Um, so that would be my week. On a Saturday morning, the girls would train down at Seaford. their old ground there. And this was during pre-season, and I was the full kit guy for the girls. So I would take all the gear to the games. And But I really enjoyed, like, I don't want this to sound sexist or anything, but I actually enjoyed the... Doing this stuff with the girls, I enjoyed the girls' program, the ladies' program yeah. more. Um, I felt like I connected with them more. Like they were, yeah. they were happy to have a laugh. They weren't so uptight, and that's good. Um, so, what I'm getting to is, what what happened? They could laugh it off. So it's very lucky. Oh, I was very lucky. So, I've had a big van, which was my dad's van, and that became, I guess, the kit van. So they, I used my van, and after on a you know on a Thursday, I'd get all the gear at the club packing into the car, um, and for the weekends, training on the Saturday. So I pack it all in the car, go home, Friday night, go to bed, all the gears in my car, ready to go, everything you can imagine. And then... Wait, wait sorry. Why did you take it home? Because training was at Moorabbin oh, it was a on different. a Thursday okay, night, gotcha. and the training on Saturday was at Seaford. Okay, so I sense. had to bring it all with yeah, me. Yeah, got gotcha. you. And then, and we're talking drink bottles, three or four bags of footies, you know, bumping bags, tackling bags, towels, um, Guernsey's training tops, training tops, yeah. like bibs, the essentials. You know without you know them, there's no training. You just run laps. Yeah, yeah. without them, they're running laps. And so, <laughs> I literally, I have a, I sleep like a baby. And oh, I know. Oh, clearly, I have because I wake up to my phone ringing, and it's my boss. Like it's the the head of the women's program, and I'm like. I was too scared to answer it first. And then I didn't know what time it was. And when it, the call finished, I saw the time. Mate, I'd slept in like an, like nearly an hour longer than I needed to. I thought, shit, like, what am I going to do? Like, th- so I would try and get there, say, an hour before, lay everything out. It's all done. Ready to go. Ready to go. And then I can relax. Mate, they were all in their meeting ready to train when I was waking up. So they, they were in their team review waiting for me and I was still in bed. That's so good. And oh my gosh, that was when my heart oh, was like, holy just, shit. That sucks. So I had to get in the car, like chuck my gear on, get in the car. Oh, and what were they
1: doing when you arrived?
0: So I got there and they were no bullshit. They were all walking out of the team meeting. and one, Oh, so
1: you got there in time. I got there just oh, in time. Oh, thank God. So
0: like the team meeting goes for probably 30 minutes. Yeah. I, well, I would have woken up right when... They started. They started. And I just flew. And what I mean by flew like I lost three demerit points. Like I got a you whopping lost fine. Three. Yes, I did. <laughs> I got a, I got a massive fine and I've never had a fine. And that was my first invoice it, invoice it to the club. I should have. But um <laughs> training went well and the girls you know what, they had a laugh about it and they went, slept in, Come didn't on you, does. mate? Like yeah, so that was one of mine, mate. What about you? You've got a pretty good one. Well, I'll I save
1: that for a moment but just- being on the topic of DOS sleeping in, only a couple of weeks ago I arrived here at the, the the normal time I arrived, the agreed time, and it's normally like in the early days we used to like text each other. I'd be like, "Yeah, I'm leaving now," or you'd say we just have a little bit of communication in the morning. But
0: because it was so regular, yeah,
1: yeah. and we just oh, I thought, oh, there's no no point." And I remember driving down the freeway and just thinking, "Actually, I haven't heard from DOS." I'm like, "God, oh, this should be fine. Like he's expecting me. Get to your uh to your." luxury apartment <laughs> 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 and uh park the car and then i go to text you but when i go into facebook it says has not been active for nine hours and i'm like I'm, i just had that feeling i'm like okay he, he loves his early morning scrolls on social media so i, I had a quick squeeze on instagram and active yesterday i'm like oh he's asleep i know it so anyway i text you hey mate here nothing Hey mate, here, nothing. And I'm like, I'm giving him 10 minutes. I know he's asleep, but I'll just give him 10 minutes. 10 minutes go by, haven't heard anything, so I start ringing. I ring you once, ring you twice, no answer. It's been half an hour. And then gets to this point now where I'm just like, like <laughs> yeah, you start <laughs> thinking, what do I actually do? Like, do I turn around and go home? Yeah. Do I do I've driven st- all this way. Yeah, it's a fair drive over an now, and I'm just like, now I'm stuck. Like, do I do I walk away or do I stay or do I knock on the door? or What do, do I, I do? I stay or should I stay or should I go? <laughs> and the neighbours are probably looking. And, and then anyway, I, I ring you a third time, and at this stage it's thirty-five minutes overdue. And then you don't answer. Then you text
0: me saying sorry, I was too scared to. Oh no, what did you say? I, didn't I'll, want- I specifically, I wake up to your phone call, and I was like, I'm not answering oh, no, this. I'm not answering this. I'll just message him. And then yeah, and then but that's that's. I mean, it's. I like a sleep in. Let's just uh, let's you just love, put it that way. You love a sleep in. Yeah. you love a sleep in. Yeah, mate.
1: Well, how about we got a couple of America stories? We both have one. How about you start with yours? You went to
0: America last year. Yeah, I went to America last year. Um, and this
1: is by just this is in all seriousness. You'll get a podcast very shortly with. This was very spontaneous of you to go to America, and yeah, I, it was. we need to dive and,
0: really into that. And this comes back to the type of people that we are. Yeah, um, you know, we want more out of life than probably. What others do yeah. Is that a good way of wording it I could be worded a bit better like, It could be worded better Yeah but I sorry I don't mean it No no no, no I
1: know what you mean You're saying I'm Trying to say like we, we live for more Spontaneous Yeah Like kind of adventure I don't know how to put it But
0: It's hard to put into words But this decision We love that thrill yeah, of Yeah the thrill And like I had a, a Like a mentor At the time And he goes over to the states Like probably Three or four times a year And he He's like a coach In this big I guess almost Self-development. Self-development program over there. It's called Avatar. And it's actually been known for quite a long time being like a cult. And um, Yeah, we thought you were converting to Scientology. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And mind you, it was like I went there and it was like it did blow my mind a bit and it was a bit scary at times and some of the exercises and whatnot, but I got a lot out of it. And but it was literally I had to make a decision and he sat down with me a few times and we were just talking about, you know, what I want and where I want to go and my confusions in life. And he goes, I'm, you know what, come to Orlando with me and um, do this avatar course. So to fast forward, I, I decided. So literally it was three or four days, probably mm-hmm. three days before the flight. I had to make a decision, um, spoke to my boss. Can I go? Yep, you can go. No worries, mate. rank JT, mate, I'm in. He booked the plane ticket. He booked the accommodation, which was at this resort. Went there. So, literally, three days after or two days after, I just get on the plane and I go to the States. And
1: that side of America is a long trip from here.
0: Yeah. Oh, mate. It was a long, long... 18, 20, 24 hours? I think it was about 18, 19. um, And then, get there. Get there at 10 o'clock at night and... Even though I'm going with him, like I'm not sitting with him on the plane, I'm not, like you just kind of feel like you're by yourself. Yeah, I get you. Which that was the first time I'd ever felt that overseas and we end up, there was a few people that we had to meet up with from the airport that were doing the course as well, met up with them, get on a bus, drive to the resort and then, mind you, it wasn't like Disney World Hollywood or Disney World Resort, you know, it was a bit <laughs> shabbier than that, it was still lovely but I mean, so we get in there, get into the foyer <laughs> everyone's lining up to pay and get like check in and stuff and i'm of course the last person so i'm at the end everyone's paid all good here's your room key go on now i'm the last one and no one else is in the foyer it's ten thirty. after a long flight after a long flight i'm on my own i was very hesitant about doing this course but i'm like no nah, i need it so i was i was doubtful in itself and then my card is just getting declined <laughs> Left, right, and center. I'm trying to pay for my accommodation for the ten days. It's just getting declined, and I had the right amount on my card. What I was told, um, you know, and she was telling me, I'm like, yes, I've got that amount. Like I knew it was going to be that amount. Bang, bang, bang. I still couldn't work it out. So I actually, had to, I had to find, I had to ask them where John, my mentor, where his room was because I needed to tell him. And I went, I found him, got him. I said, mate, my card's getting declined. He goes, well, how about I pay for your first night? and then you work it out tomorrow. I was like, thank you, perfect. So he pays for the first night, next day comes around and I'm trying to work it out. And it turns out that I had this, the total was correct, but it was in Australian currency. I hadn't added on the extra US dollars.
1: And and it's not at a great place the Australian
0: dollar compared to the American dollar recently. So (laughs) it's pretty far off it. So that was, and so that, that was a panic situ- situation. That was a lot of anxiety that night, man. Well, mate, you're actually,
1: actually tricking me. I didn't even have this in my notes. I'll just tell it very quickly because, well, I went to the States last year and I did the complete spontaneous. I didn't tell many people I was going. I just booked a holiday. I booked, I think, two nights accommodation in advance in, in San Diego and then I had no idea and then a return ticket six weeks later. I had no idea where I was going, completely by myself, didn't know anybody there. And just going to completely wing it, see where I end up, get on random planes and random cities and, mate, best trip of my life. Like, honestly, it was unbelievable. But a couple problems with that way is that um, since the change of uh, the president over there, since last time I went to the States, you get there and they're, they're probably a little bit stricter on security, I found. So I get off the plane, I'm walking in by myself and straight away I got pulled aside by one of the... I don't know what you call Did you have them. the blonde hair at the time? Yeah, yeah. blonde hair. By well, one of the security guys. Your nose ring, blonde hair. probably doesn't, tattoos doesn't look great. So, hey get how poop. are you, mate? With yeah, that I'm just, and he's like, so asking me questions, normal, how much money you got, who you're with, who do you know, all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, I just knew it wasn't going well. And I had the one plane to catch to San Diego in a couple of hours. And I, So I get marched to this other room straight away. <sighs> Put in This is frightening Mate, this is actually frightening And I knew And I'm like Okay, I just have to be nice Be polite Just they've all, And in America They've all got guns on yeah. them like, They all have two guns like, And here Shitting yourself Here you don't see that So anyway I'm sitting in the room And my name Firstly you sit there And they're like Wait for your name to get called Eventually my name gets called And I go up And I start answering the questions i got to give where I work They have to verify My travel agent They ask me a million questions They check my They look at your bank account they then check your your they they and then the guy said read this i just had a look at this sheet and just he said no read it like every word and it's to do with like this is why you're being investigated and there's like it could be because of this this and this i'm like great apparently i look like a terrorist so they're going to investigate me (laughs) and he says put your phone on the desk he said put put your phone there anyway so i put my phone there and i'm just looking at the clock which is above his head I'm just saying Alright I've got about 45 minutes before to I get need to the flight To get to this flight And they don't care They'll, If you miss a flight Bad luck Get another one That's bullshit And I'm thinking Mate I'm gonna get deported Because And he starts He starts Going through every photo He goes through my Facebook My Instagram Snapchat then he goes on my photos and he's literally flicking through all the photos on my phone. Mate, any, there's pictures any? of you coming up, <laughs> completely stark naked. Pictures <laughs> of Jai naked. There's pictures of all my mates, like just funny pictures. Anyone it's,
0: wondering why there's pictures of us naked? They're they're funny th- photos. They're not. <laughs> 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 they're not
1: late night, ten thirty on a Saturday hey night. Hey boys, <laughs> want to yeah. come over? Here. No, there's none of that. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just, uh, it's just passed out junk or whatever. Snapchats. It is. Yeah. Probably sent that and screenshot it. Exactly by the way. right. Something like that. So. And, mate, I don't know how they keep a straight face because I'm thinking these photos are hilarious so that are coming <laughs> through. Anyway, you're just sitting there in silence, and it's it's honestly, I'm and I'm just thinking, what am I going to tell you boys when I come home? Like, 24 hours later, I'm back, I'm back. and I've b- been deported, and now I've got to go back. And you're not allowed back Just again. taking six weeks off work, and blah, blah, blah. And so that was really stressful, but I just thought on that same trip, as a, you know, I'm not a big drinker, but there was a bit of alcohol consumed along the <laughs> way, and. Kind of long story short, I ended up going to Las Vegas for one weekend um, with a lovely girl I just met (laughs) and we decided to jet off. Anyway, I bought, I I had to buy a few days in advance like a hotel room, obviously. So, I buy the, (laughs) I don't know, I barely know the girl. And I buy the hotel room and pay for it online. It's all done, confirmation. Get to the, roll into Vegas on a Saturday afternoon. And by the way, in this, on this weekend, there's a major boxing fight and there's a major UFC fight, I I can't remember. I think... I can't remember who the UFC fight was But it was like a, It was a big deal So mate Every hotel room's booked out And I stroll in So I'll catch up with this girl At the airport <laughs> And we just stroll in and we go So and, she meets you there She meets me there Yeah Um. Just one of those spontaneous Like, well, Why not Let's just jet off for the weekend So off we go Roll into the hotel Which what, is What I'm, hotel was it by? Uh, It was oh, it wasn't I, one I, of it the big it was Tre- ones Treasure Island Okay So one of the bigger ones And we roll in I'm being a little bit confident As I do And I've got the suitcase And you know, there you go And <laughs> and I uh, go up to the lady at reception and I give my name and she's D like Shuler. yeah anyway but here's the difference between Australia and America we put our date our month and the day of oh, the no. week the wrong way around because I think I was probably half pissed when I bought the hotel I'd that they, up so th- so they so they go we can't find a reservation I'm like no look here's the reservation like look here's the date and they're like yeah that's for December and I'm like no, no. like it's October at oh the so time. you've booked it I booked paid through a third party on the internet so you don't Mate, I did not see that money again. So, <laughs> firstly, I don't have a hotel, and I have got this like random with me, and it's booked everywhere. Mate, they so the guy they march us over to this guy, and he starts ringing hotels on the strip, and he's like ringing, 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 and they're like, no, there's there's no there's no rooms available, no rooms available. Mate, my heart is dropped. It's so embarrassing. I'm like, we're looking at and an you're Air with bead, this girl, but, yeah, and you're
0: trying to impress.
1: <laughs> well, I, anyway, and um, you, were
0: you rooming together or did she book a cheap booker room? Did you book it for both of you? Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's kind of the idea. But, um. <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> Come on, boss.
1: Anyway, so, mate, cheapest hotel room I could get for one night, and it wasn't even on the strip, 400 bucks a night. Jeez. Like, had to, and we're there for two days, so.
0: Was it an enjoyable experience?
1: Oh, I was, yeah, yeah. Oh, I lost a lot of money.
0: Got quite. Lost virginity by the sounds of that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. no comment? Well,
1: I, um, I'm not a vet. I'm not, uh, oh. Edit that out. Edit that out. Yeah. That is horrible. But yeah, no, it was. Uh, you lost a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> lost a lot of money and yeah, bad decisions. But that was just that was an anxious moment trying to find the uh, hotel room. Yeah.
0: Well, is that? I think that's about it. Isn't that's it? it, mate. You I know, think. we we've covered kind of the the points that we wanted to get across and and we've shared what we wanted to share. Um, it's been nice to kind of get a few things off my chest too. You know, like to be able to let everyone know that hopefully from my experience personally, like and YouTube deep, but like being someone who suffers from panic attacks, yeah, it's hard to, I guess, connect with other people that you know that do as well. So if anyone else out there suffers from panic attacks or feels a bit anxious at times, um, similar to what we said last week, just, it'd be awesome if you would reach out. Absolutely. You know, to, for us to build a relationship with you guys, and have a conversation you know not only helps us but hopefully can help you that's the main thing we're not saying that we can necessarily <laughs> help you it's just it just we just want to talk and it'd just be cool to hear other people's experiences yeah. and people being vulnerable if there's and any you know anyone who relates and there's some similarities and you guys you know it's just creating a community for all of us to, to feel like we can be ourselves and and share our stories together exactly so. right
1: well we talk about it nearly every week that we're just big on community connections and that's what we want to build and not just connecting with us but connect other people with each other with each yeah. other exactly so that's about and the socials is per normal Dawson yeah, D underscore jump on the
0: show notes but uh, yeah the Instagram is Dawson D underscore uh, which is I know a bit of a mouthful but if you could jump on there give us a follow it would be awesome um, and other reviews th- reviews are great On that helps us go up
1: uh, iTunes so thank you for and thank you there's been people that have been doing that thank you so much yeah very, chuck, very, a, chuck a
0: review on there it actually goes a long long way it does further yeah. than you think so Um, We appreciate you guys listening in again and uh, we look forward to jumping on again next week.